Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is volume number two of the Intelligent Hoodlums podcast. Uh, this is Mike Lang. I'm joined, as always, by... Stephanie Webbs Weber. And today's topic is interesting, uh, not as controversial, perhaps as controversial as last week's uh, topic. Uh, we're going to talk about should we be teaching students typing in cursive in school? Webbs, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I think it's two kind of like, I mean, they're definitely related things, but I think also it's um, like each one has its own separate thing. So first cursive, like I have to preface this by saying I love hand lettering. It is one of my favorite hobbies. It's one of my favorite ways to like take notes and everything. However, I think that to spend valuable class time teaching someone how to hand letter something in a day and age where for most of my job I type stuff, it seems like a tremendous waste of time. That's just what I think. What do you think on the topic of cursive? Uh, I think it's uh, – all right, let, let me like preface this before I even get into it. So I happen to be on social media, and it's a group that I belong to of teachers, and this question was asked whether or not we should use class time to teach cursive, and like it was an overwhelming yes, and I was floored. And to me, cursive, one of the reasons why it was given is because how are they going to read the Declaration of Independence and all the old uh, things that make this country this country if they can't read cursive? And I generally, I generally shy away from those conversations because those are, you know, those are conversations you can't win. Someone. To people who tend to have those those uh, views tend to be intractable in those views, um, but those things are available online where they're not in cursive anymore, and I can read the text standardly. So I'm not seeing the, ne- the necessity for cursive at all. Like we don't need to sign our name. You have thumbprints, and you're gonna have facial recognition. You have all these different ways to sign your name if you're concerned about that. So I don't see what the utility of it is other than as art. Now, if you want a, a, you know, a hobby or something, like you just said, you, you enjoy hand lettering, wonderful. But in terms of a way to communicate to another person, it's not necessary anymore. I've seen that same argument in a lot of places, like how will they read documents, whatever. And I have two things kind of that I think of when someone says that. And that is there are tons of documents in dead languages, Sanskrit, might still be around. The internet's going to get mad at me if I'm wrong about that. But um, hieroglyphics, like we had to figure out what hieroglyphics meant. Like, I mean, there have there are examples of other right types of writing uh, that have died. Cun- think, cuneiform, cuneiform is gone. Cuneiform, we can read okay. cuneiform, I mean, you know. Yeah, and we have specialists to do that. Not only that, but who who are these people that are like leisurely reading the Declaration of Independence in its like native calligraphy. Like, uh, is that what you do on a Tuesday? You're like, man, man, I I could go to a movie or I could read the Declaration of Independence. And, you know, I haven't done that in, it's been like a month or so. So it's about time for my monthly reading of the Declaration of Independence. Um, as was evidenced by uh, NPR on the 4th of July, apparently a lot of people don't even recognize it when it's typed. So 
know, <laughs> what difference does that make? Um, yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, I think that's part of it is, like, there are other writing types that die. And I think people are largely, like, in favor of cursive because of the nostalgia of it. Like, that's what I grew up learning, so everyone should learn it kind of a thing, even if they may not want to admit it themselves. And there is, a, I think, a really good argument in favor of cursive, and that is um, fine motor skills. I think it builds hand strength and fine motor skills. Um, I just well, don't know. Well, there's tons of neurological, neurological uh, research that shows that it, it access certain places in the brain. You know, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But, again, walking to work also would be a great way to stay fit. We don't walk to work, though. I mean, most of us drive because we live far away from the this place that we work. I mean, there's a number of things that are uh, would be uh, beneficial to us that we no longer do. It's you know, not practical for the current environment, I don't think. Exactly. That practicality also, does. handwriting notes helps you remember them better, which is why I like to handwrite notes. But again, as far as spending class time on what precious little class time we get on teaching that skill, I just don't see how it's it's a practical use of time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no one is saying not to teach manuscript. It's mm-hmm. the the next step of cursive. Like I you know, I you know me, I have tons of notebooks. I like to mm-hmm. write in cursive. Write a manuscript. I like to scribble and whatnot. I'm, you know, what I'm not tending. I think a lot of times uh, teachers get a little uh, 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 sensitive. No one is is. I have never ever, and I know there are people that are going to disagree with what I'm about to say. I've never argued for a paper free classroom. What I've argued for a paper efficient classroom. That if mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be printed, then don't print it. I mean, mm-hmm. if it, you know, if there's certain, notebooks are wonderful. I mean, I got stacks on stacks of notebooks that are made from paper. I like to write on them. I like the feel of paper. I still buy paper books. I just like the feel of them. But when you say from beyond manuscript to go and waste more time doing cursive for no real functional reason, that's silly. I agree. I agree. And then typing, typing is its own thing. I feel like with typing, because that's a question I, I hear a lot. I don't know if you've heard this question a lot, but, like, I hear from a lot of teachers, like, how do I get my kids to be better typers? Like, what typing programs do you recommend? And honestly, I, my response is always the same. Like, I don't recommend a typing program. Just give them authentic experience. Like, have them write papers, have them write blogs. In fact, a typing program in a lot of cases, I think, is kind of counterintuitive. Like, it's, it's a waste of time and energy because you're practicing random letter patterns. And really typing is about that muscle memory of knowing how, where you put your fingers for a given word. Like, you, like I know when I type, I think of a word and immediately my fingers are in, in motion because it's, it's a muscle memory. Oh, I know that pattern of that word. And so if you really want kids to become efficient typers, and okay, I'm going to come back to that. If you really want them to be efficient typers, have them practice it. Have them actually, like, blogging things and typing out stories and stuff like that. Have them use that skill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and I, I think going – I think it becomes like cursive. It starts, you start to have to think about let's not talk about Bob right now. Let's talk about Bob in 10 years. Mm-hmm. How important is typing going to be in 10 years? The only reason why we're harping on typing 
schools right now is because of standardized tests being online and the kids having to type so-and-so in one session and all this other crap, right? Mm-hmm. And so it comes down to, to me where my phone has dictation, where I can go in, click the little microphone, and Siri does what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's more about do I understand the vocabulary I need to do? Uh, am I able to understand semantics? Uh, am I able to produce properly worded English sentences? Um, do I understand the basics of grammar and punctuation? Those are far more important than, again, the mechanical typing deal. The other situations, like you said before, that's, you know, kind of just echo what you said. If I give you an authentic task in which you have to type and I continue to give you those authentic tasks, you're going to continue to go back to the keyboard and you're going to figure out what those keys are. You know, and at no point of my computer teaching career have I ever done typing programs. And kids work out I think, too, kind of talking about, like, the cursive and typing, like, one of the major advantages, when you start to talk about, and you, you start to talk about a little bit, like, accessibility options. You know, when you're talking about handwriting and cursive, there's a whole bunch of kids that get left out. There's a bunch of kids that can't manage the fine motor skills to do cursive. Um, so, you know, what, what will they do when you're teaching cursive if that's how you're spending your class time? Um, some kids that won't ever have that ability. Um, so they need alternatives. They need accessibility options to be able to still do their tasks and, and do what they need to do throughout the day. And then you have people who just have bad penmanship. I don't want to have to struggle to read your, your sentences. Or when I was a student, it drove me crazy, the whole spacing between words thing and measuring out with a finger how much space. I wanted something more precise, and I think a digital option gives you that. You know, a digital option is one tap on the space bar, and everyone's spacing is the same. It's not this, like, you know, oh, Billy gets marked down because his words are too squished together because he didn't do one finger space. I'm not saying, again, I'm not, like, arguing for don't teach kids how to handwrite at all, but, um, but I think that you are opening up a world to kids that didn't previously have it by integrating not only typing things, but accessibility options like dictation and um, uh, prediction, text prediction. And I hate it when people harp on hunt and pecking. You know how many adults I know who hunt and peck? Well, your role. Like, it's do, fine do, if they do, hunt do, and peck. They're seven. Do, do. Get the job done is what the hustle is. Now, if it takes, yeah. you know, that, if you, whatever technique is necessary, get the job done. As long as the ball goes in the basket, that's all I care about. How you did that is, Wait. you know, your business. And I think, again, that, it's a situation in, in which we're, we are a – a failure-averse to society, so we won't give kids the opportunity to experiment with different types of, of, of different uh, models for getting things done. So you have to sit back straight, five fingers on the thing. Way too much, man. Way too much. Just get it done, yo. And but I think that to- speaks to that speaks to a bigger issue of a lack of time and resources. The amount of pressure to cram in as much as humanly possible to address every single standard and, and meet this like sometimes overwhelming amount of work. Um, I think that's, that's where some of that failure aversion comes from. It's like, I don't have the time to fail. Like how many teachers feel like I don't have the time for my students to be able to fail, which is unfortunate because like 
Um, there is an article I was reading recently where they talked about how use of technology makes kids um, uh, ad, uh, averse to failure, right? That means they, they aren't big fans of it. Um, and I don't think that's the case. I think there are, there are other issues. Like, I don't think it's technology that's making kids averse to failure. Um, it's that lack of time and a lack of environment in which it's acceptable to fail. Yeah, and I, I would I would definitely. That's kind of a, a, like a, even a weird premise for an article. I think that kids persevere with technology a lot more because they want to use it. So they will fail and fail and fail. I mean, again, video games is a classic example. I mean, I will play, you know, I was up last night playing Mafia 3 until, you know, uh, 1 in the morning trying to figure out how to beat this board. Went to YouTube. I went to some gamer boards, et cetera, et cetera, trying to figure out how to do it. You know, it was it was this perseverance type thing, and I think that's that's endemic of most of the students that we teach. So I don't, I mean, I would wonder who, what was the, uh, what group that researcher that that the author of the article was was speaking of, who they talked to, because that's that's very very odd. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and find the article, and we can like follow up. Yeah, that's weird. Um, uh, if you have any questions about, if you're someone who's a big proponent of typing or uh, cursive writing in school and think that it's very important that we actually use these things in school, give us a call into this program. We would love to hear your thoughts and your reasoning behind uh, why you support those two concepts. Um, I'm Mike Lang, and again, as well, as always, my partner Stephanie Webbs Weber. She's at Weber's Words. I'm at Chocolate Teacher, and together we are at Trust the Hoodlum. If you are you know, interested in hearing more of our podcasts, this is like our station, and uh, we'll keep trying to talk about things that are interesting. Any idea what we'll yeah. talk about next time, Webs? I have no idea. Um, it would be great if we got some call-ins and we could talk and to, and address some people's questions and get some feedback and you know have it be more than just you and I talking to each other, as exciting oh. as that is. Indeed, indeed. So, again, you heard what the lady said, man. If you've got questions, comments, concerns, questions about tech integration, uh, just 21st century schools, et cetera, give us a call in and we'll address your question to the best of our knowledge. All right. So this is the second, second, with two podcasts in, Webs, two podcasts in. We are. Before you know it, we'll be at five. Indeed, indeed. The, the, the conclusion of the second podcast, uh, be nice to people out there, and we will talk at you later. See yeah.